You control the guy or the woman who runs the run, run brings out the carts on, 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 on a forklift. It's time for the Buff Show. One hundred year. Look, here's the lives. It's just. It's. A, I mean, you think about it. And no idea what you said, Joe, but we understand the Buff Show. Deeply held by uh, by a president. Stop moving that that that, that, that uh, you know. Call. That's a teleprompter, Joe. We'll take it from here. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. And here's your host, Matt Buff. Welcome to the Buff Show, AM 950, 94.9 FM, The Answer Orlando. Also streaming on your favorite podcasting platforms and Rumble. And also check us out on the Patriot Podcast Network on your Roku TV. We have a big show for you today. It's Freedom Foundation Thursday. Unbelievable clips from Joe Biden. Also, Cindy Groves is going to be here to talk about Jews and voting in elections. And then, of course, we have a candidate from Oregon we're going to be talking to. But first, it's opening day in baseball. So let's bring on baseball superstar Peter Goldenbach, New York Times bestseller 10 times baseball writer Peter Goldenbach. And his latest book is Whispers of the Gods, Tales from Baseball's Golden Age, told by the men who played it. And it's opening day, Peter. We're glad to be here and glad you could join us for this special segment here. I'm thrilled too. Our opening day is tomorrow. The Tampa Bay Rays play the Baltimore Orioles at the Trop tomorrow at 3.15. Okay, and that is going to be good for the Rays, but I'm looking here, Peter. The Orioles have a 1% chance of making the playoffs, according to Baseball Insiders. <laughs> I, I honestly don't understand why owners like that are even in business. I just don't get it. You get rid of all of your good players. You will, you lose more than a hundred games a year. I don't. I, I just don't business? understand why yeah. why baseball even allows such a thing. Let's get everybody excited real quick before we dive into this. There we go. There's something Peter recognizes. The golden age, right there, Peter. That was the first. That was the first sort of event that I can ever remember. It was in the World Series of 1954, and and we had you know a little RCA TV, and I saw it. it's the first thing that I remember. Wow, that is amazing. There's the babe. If for everybody watching on video, I, know, I would say yeah, good song. That's John Fogerty right and there. With Robinson stealing home. Yes. Yeah, we could we could just watch that, and you could do commentary on that. <laughs> <laughs> The Golden Age of Baseball. Real quick before we jump into this season, tell everybody a little more about the book, Whispers of the Gods, Tales from Baseball's Golden Age, told by the men who played it. This is available now. It is available now. It, it's For me, it's a sequel to The Glory of Their Times by Larry Ritter. When I was in college, I was a sports editor of the Dartmouth, and I got this book, The Glory of Their Times. And I started reading it, and it was interviews with the guys who had played with Ty Cobb and with Babe Ruth and with Shoeless Joe Jackson. And I was just totally enthralled. I mean, without that book, I don't think we'd even have an idea of what, you know, playing in the 1910s and 1920s would have been all about. It was, to me, it's always been sort of the Bible of baseball. 
And over the years for the various and sundry team oral histories that I did, I've interviewed several hundred players and I have them all on tape. So I thought, you know, when, when, when Jim Bouton died uh, last year, Jim was a very close friend of mine. We lived several blocks apart when we lived in, in, in Englewood and I used to babysit for his kids. And when he died, I thought there, there's got to be some way to sort of save his memory. And so I, I made, he's the first chapter of this book and the last chapter of this book. And then I also took interviews with people like Ted Williams and Stan Musial and uh, uh, Roy Campanella and Ron Santo, uh, Jim Brosnan, Kirby Higby, uh, Rex Barney, uh, and a fellow by the name of Ed Froelich. You know, I was living in Englewood and, and the phone rings one day and it's Ed Froelich. And who's Ed Froelich? He was the trainer for Joe McCarthy of the Yankees in the 20s and the trainer for McCarthy in the late 40s. And he was also the trainer for the Brooklyn Dodgers when Babe Ruth was hired to be coach. And the reason they hired him to be coach was that the idea was that he had in his contract that he would have to take batting practice before every game. And hopefully people would come to the game as much to watch him take batting practice as to watch the Brooklyn Dodgers play ball. And, and Froelich told me of these magnificent conversations he had with Ruth. And one of them, of course, had to do with the famous shot, or, you know, the, sh the, the, the called shot in the 1932 uh, World Series against Charlie Root, where Ed Froelich says, uh, Babe says to Froelich asked Ruth, did you really call your shot? So Ruth says to Ed, Ed, can you hear me? And Ed goes, yeah. He says, can you really hear me? And Ed goes, yeah. And Ruth says to him, if I had called my shot, Charlie Root would have thrown this ball at my head and killed me. So no, in no way did I ever, you know, call my shot. And he explained exactly what was happening at the time. Uh, so th these are the stories that are in this book. Now, that's amazing because that's misinformation to say Ruth called a shot. And that's a legend that people just don't understand the truth of. So find out that and more in the book. It's awesome, Peter. Well, I was thrilled. I was thrilled when I heard the story. And I know, you know, whenever somebody tells me a story that I enjoy, I know if I can, you know, sort of uh, put it down in 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 my own book that other people will feel the same way. Yeah. I can't wait. It, everybody check it out. It's a great present for somebody's birthday, dad, father's day coming up, get that book. It's going to be awesome. And you can find it online at the buffshow.com buffshow.com slash Peter Golenbach. It's right you there. Bet. The link for you is right there. And it's if on you bring, it, bring it over to my house. I'll sign it for you. And he's in Tampa. So there you go. St. Petersburg, not Saint Tampa, Pete. not Tampa. What's the difference? The difference is a, a large body of water. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> that is true. That is the difference. So are you going are you going to the game tomorrow? Absolutely I am. Section 204. Come over and say hello. Absolutely. The Rays have a 58% chance of uh winning or making the playoffs. But I guarantee you you can't name one player on our team. 
Um, is uh, no, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I'll be honest with you. I I wish I followed baseball better. This guy pops into my head. I know Bryce Harper makes three hundred fifty thousand dollars every time. Yes, oh, yes, we know. We know who Harper is, of course. <laughs> We know Harper, but you can't name a single Ray, and he's got a Longoria fifty-eight percent of chance to win. Evan Longoria. Now he's good with the San Francisco Giants right now. <laughs> he used to be a Ray. He used to be a Ray. <laughs> Who do you like this year? They got the Dodgers at the top, the Braves, the Yankees, Blue Jays. Who do you like this year? It's funny. I like them all. Um. I've got this rotisserie draft coming up on on, on uh, April 16th, and the idea is you, you, you've got to pick, you know, how much you want to pay for these players and whether they're going to be as good as you think they are. And it's it's because of the strike. you got so many pitchers who are in line for getting hurt. So this yeah. is the most difficult rotisserie draft I've ever run across because I have no idea, you know, if I if I'm paying, you know, 25 bucks for some pitcher, whether he's going to throw his arm out the third time he goes out and pitching. I, I don't know. Yeah, Peter's talking about the strike that almost cost the season, and pitchers and catchers usually report first. They report yeah. in February. That was eliminated this year. They kind of just went into spring training, so they didn't get that extra month of work, and no. that's a tough thing. And my Royals, they have a 12%. My Kansas City Royals have a 12%. Is, is it that high? Yeah, Isn't I was going to say, I'm surprised it's that yeah. high. Yes. <laughs> no, I, think, I think the Chiefs the Chiefs have a better chance of winning the pennant than the Royals do. Yeah, they don't even – they play football. The, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, my Royals, they're, they're throwing out Zach Greinke. it would be the oldest opening day starter in Royals history. Yep. So that happens today against the – well, they're not the Indians anymore, but – so how much how much money how how much would you we put down on Zach Greinke, the number one starter for the Kansas City Royals? Is he going to make it through the season? Will he, he pitch five games and hurt his arm again? It's yeah, it's very he, hard to know. He he's older. He hurt his arm like when they did have training in the Feb, in February. He did hurt his arm. But then, you know, he's a Hall of Famer. I think he's a Hall of Fame pitcher. I agree with you. He's one of my favorite, favorite players of all time. Mine too. And uh, I would put money on that. Not only does he finish the seat, it'd probably be subpar, but I think he'll be a bright light in the Kansas City Royals seat. All right, I'm, go I'm going to 25 bucks on Granke. All right, I'll do it. The the, the, the disclaimer is don't yeah. take advice on disclaimer is he may not play half the season. <laughs> right. He's gonna get hurt today, and then that's it. Oh no. No. I think he's gonna do just fine. It's his farewell. He's coming back to the place he started. Right. Um, it's his swan song, if you will. He's won yes. the championships, he's done all that. Go out there and just have fun. I hope he does. And then uh, the Reds have a 34% chance. That's another team. At the beginning, you were talking about. Hey, that's a better team. That's going to be a better team this year than it was last year, the Reds. Based they, on uh, free agency? They, yeah, they pitched, picked up a couple of players. They're going to be all right. They're going to, so, they're going to be fun to watch. Yeah, they'll be good. I, I look out for the Brewers and White Sox, too, to be sleepers. Absolutely, especially the White Sox. And then uh, Yankees are always a contender. 
Yankees, Yankees are an interesting team because they're never good enough for their fans. Yeah, no matter fans. who they have, it's so funny on Facebook with the Yankee fans to hear them bitching and moaning about either the manager or the owners, or or their their, you know their their players. I've got I've got Aaron's Judge, Aaron Judge this year at twenty seven dollars. For a while, it looked like he wouldn't be allowed to play in Yankee Stadium because he wouldn't get vaccinated for COVID. <laughs> That's right. And you can't not have Aaron Judge. What no, thank heaven. Thank heaven the, the, the mayor and the governor decided we you know it's all right. Let's let's let Aaron play. So Yeah, not the kids in school, but let's let Aaron Judge play. Right. <laughs> so he could be worth his twenty seven dollars, yes. Well, very good. We're out of time, but give us your uh, prediction. Since it's opening day, give us your World Series prediction. We'll have it on the right. World Series prediction is the Dodgers against the Tampa Bay Rays. All right. Very good. Peter Golenbach. Everybody, Golenbach, everybody check out the books. It's awesome. It's great to have you. And uh, we'll take you out with the center field here. Absolutely. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, Peter. Take care, everybody. We'll be right back on the bus show. You guys stay with us. Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary. Happy hour drafts every day of the week and all day Sunday. Dollar off drafts and house wines. $2 off well liquors. And Liam Fitzpatrick's has tons of special events tonight. It's Taco Tuesday on Thursdays. Live music and specials all night on tacos, tequila, and margaritas. Friday's live music and happy hour. Then brunch with $10 champagne over the weekend. Mention the Buff Show. Get 10% off your order. Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary. LiamFitzpatrick's.com. Hey, you may have heard radio show hosts talking trash on solar. Yes, even conservative talk show hosts. There was a silly comparison to trucks running 10,000 miles, carbon emissions, and panel production. It came off as like a liberal argument against a liberal problem. Shallow knowledge as opposed to experts in the field. Politics, global warming, and other environmental concerns aside, the number one reason to buy solar is simple math. Have you looked at your power bill? It has risen in the last five years. How much more will it go up in the next five years? It's a rigged game and all solar energy empowers you to stop playing a rigged game. A solar electric system freezes your costs and shields you from upcoming rate increases. If you choose to finance a solar electric system, the payment on a system that zeroes out your bill is typically less than your current power bill. This is simple math. Call All Solar Energy in Longwood tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or online at www.allsolarenergy.com. More information on this later in the show. to the Buff Show on this Thursday. Great to have you rolling along with us on all of your favorite podcasting sites, AM 950, 94.9 FM, The Answer Orlando. Map up your host in the Liam Fitzpatrick studio. We're going to jump up to Oregon. Yes, I said it. We're going to Oregon. Angela Palauhead is a U.S. candidate for Oregon's 6th Congressional District. She's an Air Force veteran, so thank you for your service. And a psychologist. We need help with these uh, crazies out there, so maybe you can work on that too when you get to Congress. That's the plan. <laughs> All right. So how have you been? How's the, how's the campaign going? You know, it's going pretty well. Uh, you know, we're just kind of moving along and doing our thing and just focused on the issues. 
Are you in a primary or are you going up against the Democrat? Where, where are you staying here? I am in a primary. Okay, good. So you're going to beat those rhinos, right? <laughs> that's, that's what we're aiming for. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself. So um, I was intelligence analyst in the Air Force. I, um, you know, all of my target countries were either totalitarian or communistic governments. And so really that's why I'm running is because, you know, during that time in my life, I got to see up close what it looked like when communism took over a nation. And when I started to see that happen during the pandemic, I knew it was time to step up, you know, and, and be someone that has an understanding of what those things look like and really be someone who is willing to call out our leaders and hold them responsible for the bad decisions they make and hopefully help them make some good ones. Yeah, absolutely. Some bad decisions are being made all over our country, causing massive inflation, high gas prices, um, wars and rumors of wars. And we have uh, the invasion at our southern border, which might do in our country in May. We'll have to see, but we really need strong congressional candidates to stop that stuff. I mean, where do you guys start with investigations, impeachments or whatever? I don't know what it takes, but we got to turn this around. Absolutely. And, and right now, you know, we don't have enough people there that are willing or able to do that. But I think, you know, come November, we're going to see a huge change in that. And, you know, Oregon 6th District is set to be one of those really hot races in this nation. Yeah, absolutely. And voter integrity has to be important. No more drop boxes and mail-in ballots. I mean, that's got to be important, right? Yeah. And Oregon is one of the worst for every, all of those places where things can be cheated. So, you know, we do uh, voter motor uh, registration. We have uh, no IDs required for uh, voting. We have mail-in ballots. We have uh, legal ballot harvesting. So, you know, pretty much every way that you can cheat. Uh, and we have the domain uh, machines. So Dominion machines. So yeah. you know, every way that you can cheat, we have it here in Oregon. Well, that state legislator up there needs to get on that. And I know you're probably pushing for those guys too, but in Congress, a lot can be done too. We just got to make sure that red wave's intact. Um, AOC right. had, a, had a few glasses of wine the other night. A uh, Angel Casio uh, Cortez had. Uh, we're not. We don't play her voice on the show, but we'll play. We'll show you some tweets. And I want to get your opinion on this, Angela, because sure. we need somebody who's the opposite of AOC in in Congress. She's a socialist, bartending maniac that just says a lot of stuff. And I guess people aren't allowed to have opinions when it comes to the 2020 election. I mean, she's vehemently against this. Let me put this up on the screen for everyone to see on our streaming channels. And Angela, she went on a Twitter storm. Everybody's highlighting the one. But let's take the first one first. Um, here's Clarence Thomas should resign. Let me set this up. And Angela, you can jump in here with anything I might miss. But uh, Clarence Thomas's wife made a tweet about how she didn't like the outcome of the election. Big deal, right? That's her opinion. And, she, and AOC says Clarence Thomas should resign. If not, his failure to disclose income from the right-wing organizations, recuse himself from matters involving his wife. <laughs> That's funny right there, Angela. And it, yeah. like, he can't help pay the bills with his wife. Any matter with his wife, he can't help with. <laughs> well, and to say that she doesn't have an opinion, you know, she's an American citizen and she has the, the constitution that applies to her too, you know, it's really nonsensical what's been happening here with the whole Terrence, Clarence Thomas situation. You know, his wife has every right to espouse her opinion and to have one. And he doesn't have to be 
beholden to her opinion. And, you know, they've been targeting him since he first was nominated um, because he is a black con conservative. You know, yeah, but... every black conservative really gets a target on their back. And it really started with him. He was kind of the first one out there that was mainstream. And so, you know, this, I think, is a real issue that the left has. You know, it's inherently racist. It really is. And uh, Jackson confirmed uh, by a, you know, suspect of a duly elected president. We suspect that. And we have the right to say that. I believe Joe Biden was installed as a figurehead to read a teleprompter and, and sign stuff. So they, it ha you're right. It has to be the right black woman, the right black man. It has to be somebody who falls in line with the left wing ideology. That's what Jackson does. But AOC continues that says Congress must understand that a failure to hold Clarence Thomas accountable sends a loud, dangerous signal to the full court. Kavanaugh, Barrett, and the rest then that his acts are fair game. This is a tipping point. Location inner inaction is a decision we wrote and further further delegitimize de this CODIS. I mean, she wants them all now. She wants them all impeached and removed. Of course she does, because they don't agree with her. And, you know, that's the problem with what we're seeing on the left is that they're only for free speech when the free speech is their narrative. But if it's anything divergent from their narrative, they don't want it. They don't want to hear it. So I love that she starts out with, we must go where the facts take us. Okay, well, let's <laughs> go where the facts take us. You know, right now the, the current nominee is uh, for, for Supreme Court is someone who has not only espoused critical race theory and using that in her judgments, but has, has admitted that she teaches other judges to do the same thing. You know, she's soft on crime. She, especially where it relates to um, sexual predators and she's soft on uh, pedophilia. And so these are all issues that are going to be coming up before the Supreme court very soon. And so we need to real take a real hard look at that um, before we approve her nomination. But, you know, when we're looking back at our previous um, or our current um, Supreme Court justices, you know, they had to go through that nomination process and they all had really hard ones. All the conservatives had extremely hard, uh, much more difficult um, investigation on them than any of these um more progressive nominated um, appointees. And so I, I think we need to look at some facts and say, you know, the reason we have a Supreme Court that is lifelong is because we don't want them to be influenced one way or another by their job being taken away because someone doesn't like what they have to say or an opinion they come down with. Well, these Democrats uh, like AOC are just absolutely insane because they want not just to vote against somebody they want subpoenas they want records they want phone records they want everything they can to destroy the person that's what they want to do is destroy the person that's what she and her fellow democrats want to do with clarence thomas and anybody else that stands in their way of their agenda they want to destroy them as a person like she's all upset about the january 6th we want more on january 6th let's get down to the bottom of how many fbi agents were running around on january 6th I mean, if we're going to really get down to the bottom of it, let's not have a sham committee asking stupid questions, just trying to do hit pieces on people. Let's actually get to the bottom of it and see what really happened. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think I, I love her call for truth because that's exactly what we need. <sighs> 
Let's see, let's see this here. The last one. Subpoenas, investigations, and impeachment should absolutely be on the table. We shouldn't have to think twice about that. How about we think once about that? We must go where, like you said earlier, Angela, this is a highlight. We must go where the facts take us. I mean, we're talking about a text of somebody saying, I don't like the outcome of the election. A failure yeah. to act puts the imperiling of democracy squarely on our shoulders. It's our duty to defend it. What fan? I mean, how how angry do you have to be to think if if we don't do this, I might die. You might die if we don't do this. <laughs> well, and the reality is we do have situations like that right now, but it has nothing to do with Clarence Thomas. No. It has everything to do with the crazy things that are coming out of our administration right now and that are coming out of this Congress right now. So, you know, it, we need our Supreme Court justices to be able to offer an opinion in truth, to, to be able to go back and legitimately review our Constitution and make sure that laws that are, you know, being enacted on the American people, you know, fit in with our Constitution. That's their role. Yeah, that's their role, to be constitutional and to be truthful and have their opinions based on the Constitution. We've right. got too many, with Jackson and Sotomayor and Kagan, we've got three radicals that are absolutely activists. And people say, well, they're how do you call them an activist when they're just making decisions? No, when they uh, uh, opine on like terrorism cases when they're not even representing the person, but they put in a recommendation letter, when they do the critical race theory like you were talking about, when they influence... Uh, when uh, schools like private schools on the boards, I mean, these activists are in, in trouble. Thank God we still have the majority for now. But what if this trend continues down the road? Right. And we can't have our justices recusing themselves because every single one of them, like you said, they have lives outside of the Supreme Court. They had lives before they got onto the Supreme Court. So they have to be able to divorce themselves from that and then give an opinion based on the constitution. That's what we put them there. And if we have even one of them recusing themselves on any particular decision, it could be disastrous. We need to have all nine of them there. They need to all be able to offer an opinion without having to recuse themselves on everything that there's something that they might have had an opinion on in the past or that their spouse or their child has an opinion on. So, you know, those are all things that I think we need to carefully think about and not be knee-jerk reactionary on. And that's been one of the problems in our nation right now is this knee-jerk response to everything that happens. We need to be able to sit down, think about it, and think about the consequences, not just now, but later on. You know, they're they're so concerned about trying to get their nominee on and get someone else out so they can get more <laughs> progressives in there that they're not thinking about, well, what happens later on if we set this standard? That's right. And no court packing. We don't need 47 judges. Angela Plowhead, <laughs> give your uh, website. How can people help? Yeah. So, you know, give us money. <laughs> That's Money's one way good. you can help. Um, and so, uh, you know, connect with our campaign. We're at www.angelafororegon.com. You know, once these Congress people get to Washington, they're voting for you regardless of whether or not in your district. And this is going to be a really important race. We have an opportunity right now to turn um, four of our six, now six seats in Oregon, conservative. So find someone you like in each of these races and support them. And hopefully that'll be me. Yes, that's right. And do your research. That's a good thing, even on your local school boards and stuff. Angela, thank you so much for joining us on the show. Thanks for having me, Matt. All right. We'll be right back on The Buff Show. You stay with us.
Since 2012, Cellulartronics has been providing Central Florida with the best phone repair, electronics repair, and computer repair. They fix all electronics from iPhone, Samsung, Sony, and many more. They also do TV repair and fix your tablets. Right now, you can get a glass back cover for the iPhone 8 to an iPhone X for only $95. iPhone 11 and up back covers are only $120. With one super convenient location, 31 South Charles Richard Beale Boulevard in DeBerry. Or call them at 386-516-6185. Visit Cellulartronics.com. Cellulartronics. Action Plus Pressure Cleaning is the official pressure washing company of The Buff Show. While Matt's doing the dirty work on the show, Action Plus Pressure Washing has been doing the dirty work for the last 15 years in Central Florida. They use a soft wash system to clean pool enclosures, driveways, pool decks, houses, and commercial property. They even clean large and small parking lots and buildings. Wow! Action Plus offers other services such as lawn maintenance, one-time service to weekly service, mowing, weeding, edging, and trimming, and hauling away debris. You can get more than one service, and they offer bundle pricing. Check out their weekly, bi-weekly, and monthly services for lawn maintenance and ask about their free standard two-driveway with house wash services. Family-owned and operated, get your free estimate at actionpluspressurecleaning.com or call 386-506-1048. That's 386-506-1048. Action Plus Pressure Cleaning. They aim to please. show great to have you rolling along with us this is election season it's coming quick and we got to speak to our jewish voters let's bring on cindy Groves, host of the cindy Groves show talk radio's first jewish women woman activist heard in syndication across america and downloadable anytime through jewish podcasts in jerusalem which is awesome and she's got her book with her too cindy Groves, great to have you on the show thanks for having me it's going to be fun. we got a lot to talk about here, and I really want to hone in on your article that you wrote, and we're going to share this on thebuffshow.com, but this is on the Publius National Post. Jewish voters, wake up. It's the year of the primary. Everyone, including Jews, are, are sick of to, uh, being told who to vote for, and that couldn't be more accurate, Cindy. Absolutely. Well, it, it is actually a very accurate statement, and it's important today in New York because I'm in a district where we have a special election and we have two religious Jews running against each other. So the the country and the world is watching the Jewish vote very carefully today in New York. Why do Jewish vo- voters continue to vote Democrat? It's just insanity. So it's the number one question I'm constantly asked. And the truth is that we are starting to grow up, um, grow up and realize that we are not the generation of our grandparents. We're seeing record numbers of candidates and, and uh, voters from the other minority groups, the black groups, the Hispanic groups come out, uh, record number of endorsements from President Trump for these minorities, but we don't really have a lot of Jewish candidates. And that's part of the problem. Part of the reasoning is because uh previously a lot of people have this feeling that only religious jews which are a small part of the jewish population are republican and i've been trying to tell people that you don't judge the jews by their religious affiliations you judge them on american jewish values whether or not they're reformed conservative or orthodox Sephardic, or ashkenazic because it is key to understand American Jews are suffering like everybody else with the economy, with security in the border. Jews, more than any other minority, have been the victims of hate crimes. Anti-Semitism is rampant. 
We are the subject of anti-Semitism in public schools and even some private schools. And it's been going on for years. This didn't happen overnight. So when you run on issues that relate to American Jews, small business owners, people that believe in school choice, that are struggling, it's right now we are preparing for Passover, the prices of food and the chicken shortages and the shortages of other foods is crazy all over the country. Even where I live, where it's fairly easy to get kosher food. Yeah. You got your book there. You mentioned how this has been going on for a long time. Talk about Rubber Room real quick, because you were talking about CRT before it was the cool hip thing to talk about. Well, I actually exposed uh, Randy Weingarten for the hypocrite that she is, born Jewish, but Jewish by birth only. She actually allowed through uh, the NYC uh, Department of Education. She saw from me business emails that called white women docile and easy. And when I sent this to her in 2006, her big response was, where did I get this? And I was a whistleblower exposing all kinds of, of uh, violations to Chancellor's regulations and, cha and violations with state and federal laws. And you know what? The people that I exposed, or some of them were either sat in jail or sitting in jail, but they did everything they can to terminate me and try to humiliate me and my family. That's unfortunate and that's horrific. And Randy Weingarten is such a sissy. She's scared to death of COVID, but she doesn't care about her roots and her values and where she came from. I mean, it's just weird. She just runs the school board and influences the government like we should all just live in this constant state of fear it's just unreal she's just very pathetic and she's partying maskless along with all the other democrats <laughs> yeah they are do as i say not as i do that's what they want they want control over your lives and you know uh, you talked about in in our pre-interview how you were at the signing against uh for with donald trump about anti-semitism and it was a good thing. This You said this administration now is not doing anything about it, but Trump did. And he talked about the squad. I want to play you a clip from that a couple of years ago where he, he talks about our discussion today, what we're talking about. Why would a Jewish voter support somebody like Tlaib and AOC and Omar? Why would you do that? And I think any Jewish people that vote for a Democrat uh, – I think it shows either a total lack of knowledge or great disloyalty. So disloyalty and lack of knowledge, Cindy. So I run a grassroots group called Jewish Vote GOP. We educate, we help get volunteers to all 50 states, all levels of candidates. We help get donations directly to candidates and we get out the vote. We help arrange carpools, etc. This is really something now we have issues where they say, oh, there's moderates and there's Jewish. Don't vote for somebody because they're a religion. Vote on their voting record. The moderates vote straight down the line with Biden administration people. They vote against Donald Trump. Their big thing is January 6th. I, don't, I didn't approve of January 6th. I wasn't there. But when you come to policies, and it comes to being a friend to Israel, there was nobody better than Donald Trump. And his relationship with Bibi was historic. And look what's happening in Israel, and there's a good chance Netanyahu is coming back, and I could not be happier. Do you have inside information on that? Because that would be wonderful. 
I could find out and get it to you. Yes, and let's get BB on the show too because he needs to come back. And we—it was just so great. I remember when Obama was in office, he had Benjamin Netanyahu waiting in the waiting room for like six hours before he would even talk to him. Nothing's changed with the Biden regime. They're disrespectful to Israel. The Democrats are openly more and more anti-Israel. They want to do everything they can to separate their party from Israel. It's just ridiculous. And the primary, you call it the year of the primary. I call this the year of the parent, but also for the Jewish voter, you can't be out there voting for Democrats that are against your core values when it comes to the Jewish homeland. And you also have to look out for rhinos. I'm working in several yeah. primaries. There are primaries with four and five candidates in them. Learn. These candidates and primaries, and primaries now are ongoing from now until um, I'm involved in one through uh, August. Uh, get involved. These people want to meet you. They're the people that will determine your future locally. They're the ones who determine your local security and safety, your local infrastructure, your local education, and they work with your local school boards and your local judges. So that is why it's so important to get into primaries. You see what's happening across the country with primaries. You see how people are. I I also say besides the other primary, people are so disgusted in both parties that either we're going to have a record number of people not voting in 2022 or a record number of voting. Be the part that votes because there are people now dying around the world that would love the opportunity to go out and vote. What makes me excited is what I saw in 2021 in Virginia, Texas, and New Jersey. The record turnouts there, that gets me excited about what can happen. Because when it comes to fraud and everything like that, what beats fraud is a record number of turnouts from parents, Jews, and conservatives alike that we all need to get out there and get it done just like they did in 2021. And don't say that you're not going to vote because of voter integrity. You should be out there voting and go to your polls and take a look. Look at the names of the people that are sitting there and remember it so that you can report if something doesn't seem right. I also tell people through Jewish Vote GOP, call your neighbor, take a carpool with you of the likewise voters, because that one car could have five voters for the person and the issues you want. I I was talking to a waitress last night at dinner and she was... uh, she she likes a show and she was asking me like why would i even vote because of the fraud and everything and i told her you have to overwhelm it you have to get out and overwhelm it if if you overwhelm it they can't show that these extra ballots came in because the math doesn't work so you have to overwhelm overwhelm it cindy there's one i got one person to rethink voting there's one but too many people say why would i vote because of the fraud well that's what the democrats want they want that exactly if you don't go out and vote, you're handing your vote to somebody you don't want. And if you, even in a primary of Republicans, we have rhinos. I'm working in a campaign now of an America First candidate that supports Donald Trump versus a rhino who voted time and time again and voted for the January 6th committee against him right here in New York. And I can't tell you the enthusiasm for this grassroots person, a vet and a New York PD detective because he's not a career politician, but he is straightforward, honest, and one of the people. And I can tell you, people care. I'm, I'm working in California, blue states, 
do not forget to go out and vote and don't think you're, you're not being heard. You are being heard. People are watching everywhere. Are you talking about Mike uh, Rakebrandt? Yes, I am. Okay, good. Yeah, he's running against Andrew Garbariano, an anti-Trumper and congressman. We got to get the rhinos out. Cindy, give your website and where people can get a hold of you. First of all, you can uh, listen to me depending on where you live across the country. My show is syndicated Saturdays and Sundays uh, through Real Talk Radio and Talkline Radio Network on various AM and FM stations. I'm on all the podcast outlets, iHeart, Spotify, Podbean, Google, Apple. My website is cindyscorners.com. You can also reach out to Jewish Vote GOP. Uh, we need all of your help. We're not asking for money. We are all a group of volunteers growing every day, and I'm on all social media. That's awesome. We'll post the links everywhere. Cindy, thank you so much for talking about this important issue. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. We'll be back on The Buff Show. You stay with us. You heard about the simple math with a solar electric system earlier in the show. Not all homes qualify. An energy evaluation by a qualified professional to get the fully informed information is always recommended. If your home qualifies, solar is always a prudent financial move. All Solar Energy in Longwood has been educating homeowners, roofing companies, property management firms, and now radio hosts about solar for 22 years. We have experts to perform no cost, no obligation energy evaluations to see if your home qualifies and explain the simple math of solar. Call All Solar Energy tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or visit the website www.allsolarenergy.com. Let them know you heard about it from me, Matt Buff, on The Buff Show. Veritas Tactical, Tactical. a family and law enforcement owned company where you can get custom built ARs with purpose built precision. They have a full line of handguns like Glock, Six Hour, Smith & Wesson and get your everyday carry items and accessories. Moreover, they are your Liberty Safe dealer. Need training? Veritas Tactical has all you need from getting your CCW to advanced tactical courses, female survival courses and force on force scenarios. Veritas Tactical has a full time gunsmith on site, Sarah coding services, laser engraving and more mention the buff show and get a 25 dollars discount on courses you'll find veritas tactical at 207 north goldenrod road suite 200 in orlando contact veritas tactical 407 309 307 309 and at veritas tactical.com veritas tactical Welcome back to the Buff Show, AM 950, 94.9 FM, The Answer Orlando, and also on your Roku TV, the Patriot Podcast Network, and anywhere you love listening to podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, anywhere you like it, that's where you can find The Buff Show. We're heading into our last segment, and that means it's Freedom Foundation Thursday on The Buff Show. Let me don the hat. Let's go to Lauren Bowen up in Ohio. Lauren, how you doing? Matt, I'm wonderful. How are you? Oh, doing great. Love having you on the show. We got a lot to talk about today. And let's bring on Ashley Varner in D.C. Ashley, great to have you. Good to see you again, Matt. It's been too long. It has been. The hat casts a shadow, but I don't care. It needs to be worn during this segment. Love the hat, Matt. Mm -hmm. Some people say I look like a cancer patient because I'm bald and then I wear the hat. (laughs) No comment on that. Very good. (laughs) 
<laughs> Ashley, sorry about Mizzou and everything that happened with basketball this season. And of course, your rival Jayhawks win it all. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, well, we we talked about that in the backstage, Matt. I don't have much to talk about because Mizzou didn't even make the NIT, but uh, we all know how I feel about those Jayhawks. So, yes, you called them what was it? Domestic terrorists. <laughs> it's a historical fact. It is a historical fact. Yes, it is. Another historical fact is we need to get Ohio back on track with basketball, but we also need to get Ohio Lauren back on track with the school boards and the, everything like that they're teaching the kids. You are not kidding, Matt. So well said. I can't agree with you more. I think about it first thing in the morning. I think about it when I last thing when I go to bed. Um, you know, parental rights are completely being discounted. It's very stressful. I don't see how our children have a bright future at all when parents don't even have a say in the way their kids are being educated. No, they don't. And they got another ally, the unions and the anti-parent movement. Ashley got another uh, another player in the game, if you would say, with Judge Jackson getting appointed. She's going to the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. And despite she being a crazy activist, it's not about her race. It's about her policies. Yeah. And boy, does she have some pro-union stuff on her plate. Well, yes, she is, I believe, a uh, a pro-union activist, yes. She is another one of President Biden's uh, promises that he kept to the labor unions, that he was going to be the most pro-union president in our nation's history. Uh, but I do want to go back to what Lauren said. Lauren, you're right. There's a lot of reasons to be worried and fearful for our children, but there is hope. And I come from the state of Virginia. We just elected Glenn Youngkin on the basis of uh, freedom for parents to choose how their kids are going to be educated. And you know what? So long as people do not learn the lesson of Virginia, there are going to be a lot more school boards overturned. There are going to be a lot more um, changes made at the state level this year by people recognizing parents have woken up. Parents have woken up. They understand now what the teachers unions mean uh, and are doing to their children, and they are taking a stand. So finally, we're getting some pushback and we're having some success. So I just, uh, Lauren, I agree with you, but there's there's reason to hope. Amen. Yeah, Lauren, that's a great statement. I was at a dinner last night and a waitress found out that I was the host of the Buff Show. We got to talking and she was asking me questions and she goes, I just don't feel like my vote matters because of the fraud. And I told her, listen, look at 2021. When you come out in mass, this is the year of the parent. We're fighting back against the unions. Freedomfoundation.com, everybody, to get out of the union and keep your job. The parents on the ground are turning out in masses. And I told her, if we all turn out in masses, we overcome any potential fraud by numbers because you can't argue with numbers. If 94% of the county voted, you can't add another 15% to that. So it's a, it's a numbers game. So I got one, Lauren. I got one that says she will vote and tell her friends. Well, it's the will of the people in this country that matters. Our founding fathers set it up that way. And we couldn't be more thankful. Yes, absolutely. Let's talk about some union talk, too, because um, in the last segment, we were talking about Wine Garden um, with our Jewish friend and how she's not adhering to Jewish pol uh, policies and, and things like that. We're wondering why the Jewish voters are doing what they're doing and why they're so pro-union, because they are an arm of the government now. The teachers union is an arm of the government. And yesterday, Joe Biden reiterates this with uh, talking to a bunch of union members. 
He talks about this plan, the White House, an action plan the White House has. But Jen Psaki doesn't act like she knows really what it is, and they're not getting involved. So watch both clips here, guys. President Biden today told union members, Amazon, here we come. Was he endorsing the efforts of union of, of workers to unionize Amazon facilities? What, what he was not doing is sending a message that he or the U.S. I like how she says what he was not doing. He asked what was he doing when he talks about Amazon. You're going to see what he says, but here's what here's her spin on it. The U.S. government would be directly involved in any of these efforts or ha take any direct action. Uh, what he was conveying uh, is that uh, is his longtime support for collective bargaining, uh, for the rights of work workers to organize uh, and their decision. That's why I created the White House Task Force on Worker Organization and Empowerment to make sure the choice to join a union belongs to workers alone. And by the way, by the way, Amazon, here we come. Okay, that sounds like that sounds like that Joe Biden has this task force and we're coming task force and we're coming after Amazon to unionize Ashley, but Jen Psaki said that's not happening. Well, first of all, I almost felt sorry for President Biden yesterday when we saw the, the party at the White House and nobody wanted to Me talk too. to Joe Biden. And he was walking around looking for someone to pretend to be his friend while everyone was huddled around former President Barack Obama. Almost felt sorry for him. And then you play clips like this for me and I just get infuriated all over again. Um, actually, what Joe Biden said there is what the Freedom Foundation says every day. It should be the, the employee's decision alone, whether or not they want to be part of a union. That is our message. He's, he's not being truthful, honestly, because he can't be truthful about wanting to force people into unionization. He wants to eradicate right to work laws in 27 states across the country. He wants to force all of the new green uh, Build Back Better, Green New Deal jobs to be union jobs. He does not want you to have the choice. That is the message of the Freedom Foundation. That's what we tell people every day. If you are a state and local public employee, federal government, of course, as well. But if you are a public employee, it is your choice and your choice alone. And Joe Biden is twisting his words as he always does. But it, that's the Freedom Foundation message. It is your choice. That's right. Lauren, they say there's no task force, but there is a task force. They say we're not going after Amazon because that's their business, but he says they are coming for Amazon. They're trying to unionize Starbucks, Amazon. What they're trying to do on the left right now is unionize everybody and yes, hide they, the Janus result. Yes. They're trying to hide the Janus result yes. and say we have more influence because we can take your money out of your paycheck and give it to candidates. That's yes. the bottom line of what they want. Well, um, the government union monopoly has been successful in creating the biggest army of radical leftist ideologues and activists in the history of this country. The Democrat Party would not exist without government unions and without unions altogether because of the activism and the money that is devoted to politics. So, of course, Joe Biden wants a task force. <laughs> it's strengthening the Democrat movement. It's strengthening the radical left. Yes, absolutely. It is strengthening them. And they're getting excited because actually they know he's a puppet. He's there. He's installed to sign stuff and read teleprompters. They are feeling more emboldened than ever. And that's the fight you guys have on your hands.
It is. And, you know, it's important to note that there are some Republicans, a few, a few across the country who do get union dollars. Uh, but it is it is, I think, a 98 percent campaign in in one direction and it is the democrat party but that's from the union leadership the union rank and file 40 percent are i think registered republicans so the union leaders do not represent the desires and the wishes of of almost half of their rank and file membership and that's why it's important for us to make sure they know you have a choice you don't have to pay into this political agenda that actually only goes one way and it, it might not be the way you want it to so even if and we've actually run into democrats who say hey i i would give that money to the democrat party uh but i don't want the union taking my dollars and doing it for me i'd like to decide how much i want to give to a candidate so we hear from democrats as well saying yeah i mean i would support these people but i don't want the union doing it with my dollars that maybe i could use to put gas in my car yeah, which gas is really expensive right now. <laughs> so I have these little stickers of Joe Biden pointing and saying, I did that, and I put them on the gas tanks. Do you ever go back and look at them to see if they're still there? Um, there are. I have friends, and we take pictures when we see them around the area here inside the Beltway um, because we know that we're not the only ones, so it's kind of funny. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, Joe Biden did do that. Mm -hmm. His policies, Lauren, and he's blaming Putin and everything, but he did that. And this is what we're fighting in this country. It's just unreal. When he said this, he wants to go to war with Russia. And by the way, here's another slip of we're going to go to war. He wants to take all the union members with him. Time, but the United States will continue to stand with Ukraine, the Ukrainian people in the fight for freedom. And I just want you to know that. And by the way, if I got to go to war, I'm going with you guys. So the chubby 406 union guy, he didn't realize it, but he's cheering that he's going to have to go fight Russians. <laughs> so careless with his words. It's infuriating. Every day is a new humiliation or a new reason to be concerned because he is careless with his words and his words have impact. It puts us all in danger. We got just a few seconds left here. Lauren, talk about the success on the ground with the schools. Um, you're, you have a fight in Ohio with the school boards. It's unreal. We have to insert the government into Florida to, to not talk about gender fluidity with three-year-olds. Um, how's it going there with your fight? It's going wonderfully. Um, we've got a similar bill to Florida's and the, the Ohio House right now. So we have some real leaders that are taking a stand. And more than that, um, I loved how Ashley mentioned earlier that we have elections coming up and we have a slate of uh, politicians that are running for office who are going to be advocates for parents and who are going to stand for the truth and stand for the future of our children. That's what we got to have. And if you see the waitress in the restaurant and she starts talking politics and saying, I don't want to vote, or if you talk to anybody in your family that says, I don't want to vote because of the fraud, tell them we overwhelm it. You plus 10. Yes. One, more thing. One more thing. Sorry. I just always want to say we support those teachers who work hard. They wanted to be in the classroom. They're fed up with their union leadership. We're helping more and more every week leave their unions. That's right. And a lot of people don't understand when we're talking about the union, uh, the teachers union or something like that. We don't blanket. We don't lump all teachers under one blanket. We know there's a lot of great patriotic teachers out there and we support you. And so does the Freedom Foundation. Amen. 
All right, everybody check out thefreedomfoundation.com. Lauren, Ashley, thank you so much. Another killer segment. God bless. All right, sounds good. That'll do it for this evening's edition of The Buff Show. You guys stay smart out there. We'll see you next time.